Hey folks, this is Emmanuel from College Sense and Sensibility. I hope you're doing well. We just want to go ahead and continue our series about career this time. We want to go ahead and reintroduce the series on career. On this episode, we talked about resumes and cover letters. So we hope this is helpful for you all. Uh, we know how important career is, and we want to make sure that we continue to revisit these important topics. So we hope you enjoy. Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to talk about careers and resume and cover letters today? Yes, absolutely. So listeners, this is our second installment in our career series. We gave you an overview in the last week's episode, and today we're going to touch on some of our tips, do's and don'ts of resumes and cover letters. Right. And this is so important because, you know, hopefully right now you just finished finals and you kind of have that new year that you're beginning and you want to feel like, hey, let me get started with a new job, a new internship, or I'm starting to getting ready to graduate in the spring and you want to go ahead and start that professional job. It's so good to start on that resume and that cover letter as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. So what what would be your, you know, when that student comes in and says, okay, I'm graduating and I don't know what to what to start with with my resume. What, what's the first thing you tell them? You know, the first thing I say is don't feel like you have to do everything at one time. Um, take a step back and start looking at the jobs that you're interested in, right? Go to like indeed.com, go to the website of the place that you want to go to, whatever you want, wherever you're applying for. Start looking at the job qualifications and the skills, mm-hmm. right? And once you pull out those skills and qualifications at the place that you're interested, that job that you want, start looking at your resume. If you haven't created one, this is a good time to do it. But you already have an outline there of what are the skills and the jobs. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel and be like, okay, I see all these skills that they want and qualifications, but I have 15 other different ones. No. They're putting it out there. This is what they want, right? If they want somebody that has dealt with data, if they want somebody that has dealt with this computer program, if they want somebody that has a lot of customer service experience, start putting those things down and just start small. Three, four, five. I'm a big bullet person. I say I like to have my my jobs and like four or five bullets underneath them. I'm kind of also short resume person, like one to two pages, not... You know, and of course, we're talking about entry level jobs here. So we're not necessarily needing to have a 15 page resume. So I always tell my students, keep it kind of short. One page is fine. You know, you're getting into that entry level piece um, and start just by looking at those qualifications and those tips and use that as a template. I'm not saying to copy everything, but think about what are some skills and things that you did or you learned from a previous job or maybe at a club or organization and start just start doing that yeah i mean we're we're recording this as we're heading into winter break for most colleges and i think you know one of the things that that you you know if we break down everything you just shared with with our audience is that really the first step is getting organized right because Mm. you want to look at 
job descriptions in the area that you're interested in. So let's say you're interested in retail. Look at some retail, um, go on some retail store websites and look at the jobs that they've got posted. You might even want to start on a folder on your laptop or on your phone or whatever where you're saving those job descriptions because that gives you some the verbiage the words that you want to use in your cover letter and use in your resume right so that's the first thing is just getting you know organized in terms of gathering the information so saving your job descriptions maybe digging up that old resume you had before if you never had a resume getting organized might be buying a resume book that you know a book that covers resumes there's some really great ones that will give you examples and templates believe it or not you can actually find some really great templates on um etsy (laughs) Mm -hmm. um you know and and use those as a starting point right as a as a jump off point you can of course you can always modify and, and adjust but that's another that's one thing to get organized another um part of being organized and getting ready for writing your resume and your cover letter is you might want to ask around to other real people that you know who maybe work in that industry. So if you know someone who works in retail or you know someone who works in healthcare, ask if you can take a look at their resume. You'd be surprised how willing people are to share that. Um, And Mm. all of that is something that you, you know, remember we are on break from school, spring break, winter break, whatever. You gather all that together and have one place that you've got all that saved, the samples, the templates, the job descriptions, your old resume, have a folder where you can save all that information. I love what you're saying, Cindy, because I think you're absolutely right. That's step one is, is to get organized, right? And many times, the more organized you are, the quicker that you can go ahead and pump out that resume, right? And additionally, I love what you said about saving on the computer, like either um, the job descriptions, because sometimes once you apply for the job, they take them down. So you don't even realize, right, that what are the job descriptions? What were the duties that I was supposed to do? Right. Because that helps prepare you for the interview. So I always tell my students, go ahead and grab those job descriptions and post them and put them down and save them somewhere. So, you know, when you're applying for what job and you might think well i'm applying for one two but then sometimes one to two becomes 10 to 12 jobs that you're applying for mm-hmm. right and you want you want choices that's i tell my students you want choice. you want to interview at five six seven places because you get a feel right you can get a feel we're going to talk about interviews in our next episode so you want to make sure to listen mm-hmm. to that yeah regarding interviews yeah that's such a great point um that's that's such a great point and the thing is very often you need more than one resume Right. Because if you're applying to five, six jobs and, and the truth of the matter is you're going to apply to lots and lots of jobs before you get that one. Right. So you very much need to be tailoring your resume and cover letter as much as possible to each job application. Um, don't fall victim to just copying and pasting and sending the same thing out to every employer. You know, you want to show on paper that you took the time to read what they were asking for. And you took the time to try to show how you meet what they're asking for, right? Because remember your resume, the purpose of your cover letter and your resume is to sell yourself on paper before they ever meet you. So it's really, really crucial that you tailor each one of your resumes, your cover letters to the job you're applying for. Absolutely, I love that. When 
you know, when you're thinking about those details, right, how you're saying to tailor it, that you're so right, because depending on the job that you're you're applying for, if you're applying for a retail job, but you're also applying for a management position in a different with a different resume, you don't want those are different skills, right? So you want to make sure that to highlight those skills, if you still want to include some of those other skills, sometimes I'll tell my students, well, maybe on the top three bullets, you're going to go ahead and include the most relevant. Because think about it, when somebody's looking at your resume, typically, what does that mean? They're hiring, of course, to probably short staffed, right? Because they, that's, you know, looking for somebody so they don't have a lot of time to go into detail on each resume and be like well i think they can do this so you want those keywords like do they match up with the job description right because sometimes that's what they're looking at do they match up with the job description? check 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 cool or sometimes companies have programs that will run it through a computer program and they will look at keywords so again don't try to get too fancy you know if they're asking you this is what they want Go ahead and make sure that you're putting that on your resume. So other tips that I tell my students is like, think about it. Like if you're going to more of a design field, right, then you probably want to make sure you have that resume really clean, design nice, font, all of those little details might matter. So sometimes the industry that you're going for, you want to make sure to kind of, again, like you said, you tend to tailor that resume towards that industry that you're looking for. If you're going to business, right, you want to make sure that you have your skills, your analytical or maybe your business or or um, your computer skills or, or as well well as possibly management skills in that resume. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, those are all great points. So, you know, the other thing that I always tell students too is remember that uh, you may not necessarily uh, get everything that you want on paper, right? So there's still going to be some things that are you're going to, that will come up in your interview. Uh, so don't think that your resume has to have every single thing. I've come across people, you've mentioned this already earlier as we were talking, but I've come across people with four or five page resumes and it's overwhelming, right? So what do you, how do you, what do you say is the number one way a student can sort of narrow down what's most important, like what's most crucial? Sometimes they'll have percentages of duties like on the job description or on the applicant. And so I say like if the 50% of your job is dealing with customers, then you want to make sure that you have those skills highlighted right on your resume, right? Um, or if 50% of that job is um, using Excel or using a computer program or information system or working phones, again, highlight those at the top, right? Because they're not necessarily going to, um, be looking for somebody with like great customer service skills um, as their number one priority if that person is never working with anybody, right? They're just working on reports, right? Of course, they would love to have that, but that might not be the number one skill that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. One quick thing before we, you know, give our uh, point of the, the one number one thing we want people to walk away with I forgot to mention that the other thing you definitely want to do is especially if you've been working in a specific area for years um, you mentioned this earlier but I just want to make sure our listeners grasp it's really important that you keep track of what you've been doing right keep track on paper so if you've got a job where you know there's some physical 
um, examples of your work, like if you're an artist and you've got some physical examples, or if you work in a place where you create flyers, or you work in a job where you coordinate a program, or you work in a job where you are managing something, there are some tangible evidence mm-hmm. of your work. Save all of that. You know, if you've designed something, save a description of what you did. If you wrote um, a report, save a copy of it. Um, because some jobs, especially now, might ask for samples of your work. And they're not just checking for, oh, did you do a nice, they're also looking at your grammar, right? They're looking at the quality of the work. Um, does it look like, you know, you really put effort into it? So save copies of your work. You will not regret that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like your portfolio, yes, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Especially for, and you know, for a couple minutes, maybe we'll spend a little bit just on cover letters. What do you think? Sure, yeah. There? So, so what do you tell students when they're looking? Because mm-hmm. that's one again, like, oh, I've never written a cover mm-hmm, letter. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the first thing that you tell? Yeah. So I always tell students that the purpose of your cover letter is to say everything your resume can't say. And it's to give the employer a reason to look at your resume, right? So that means that if you, we're going to stick with our retail example. On your, on your resume, you're going to list, you know, the tasks you did as a manager of a store or as a, um, you know, employee of a store, cashier. You list the tasks. It's really more about your day-to-day work in that setting. But in your cover letter, that's where you really want to get into the details of your success. So if we stick with our retail example, maybe in your cover letter, you want to share that you increased sales and how you did that. Maybe you want to share that you helped with loss prevention and how you did that. Maybe you came with a new came up with new ways to increase team um, team work right. to increase the the, mm-hmm. the way the team worked together. Or maybe you were great at building relationships. How did you do that? That's the cover letter is where you're going to speak to all those things and those. It's sort of going to give you the meat while your your um, resume gives the bones <laughs> you know that's the kind of analogy <laughs> there you go i, I think yeah. Of, yeah i like that because you're kind of filling in all those different pieces that you can't necessarily say on your resume that you don't want to take a whole paragraph on the resume right. to do right <laughs> absolutely so you tend to you know we say this all the time but now i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a question what's your one thing so you go first <laughs> <laughs> so i would say the one thing is to um you know, especially for those of you who may have never worked before, especially if you're a college student, maybe you don't have a lot of work experience. It's really important to make sure that you um, highlight your your um, transferable skills that you might be bringing in from a volunteer experience. So maybe you don't have paid work experience, but you've got volunteer experience or you've got family business experience or you've got, you know, leadership in a club at school or you've got leadership at conferences you went to or you spoke at an event or you participated in planning a program with a club that you belong to whatever it might be so you may not necessarily have work experience but you've got a lot of other things if you've been listening to us you've been active and involved in your school so you've got a lot of other things that you can put on your um on your resume and your cover letter I love what you're saying because students always come in and say, I don't have anything. I haven't done anything. Right. But then we start talking about it and they like, hey, I've taken care of my siblings. Hey, I've translated at the medical clinic for my grandma. Right. I hey, I've 
like and the list goes on and on and on i'm like those are things that you can definitely start to put in absolutely i say no experience is wasted you'd be surprised how many people have are successful employees simply because they worked in their in their family business so they knew the management they knew the employee they knew the hr they knew the you know customer service they knew all the same skills that can work in any field Oh gosh, I'm going to just go ahead and, and piggyback back off that for, for my one thing would be exact. Those transferable skills are so important and sometimes it's really tough to find them. And sometimes I feel like as a first gen student, sometimes we want to be real humble, right? And the resume is somewhere where you just, you want to be able to express yourself and put those pieces on there that you have done. It's not a place to be shy and, and also don't count yourself out from a job if you're like oh my gosh this has way too many skills and qualifications like i could never do this it's like but i want to do this well how are you going to do that if you never try to go get those skills right so don't count yourself out let them tell you no if they don't give you a call back hey that's fine think about how you could adjust your resume but don't count yourself out so so all right listeners we hope that this helps a little bit to with your resume and your cover letters. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram. Please make sure to put comments and share. We would really appreciate it. Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's C-C-A-N-D-S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.